it's time for History Matters. We are joined in the studio by the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, to catch us up on what happened this week in history. And what's happening right now, in case you can't tell, my voice is a little muffled. We're masked up here in the studio because, because, well, Because there you know. was a family gathering and somebody got sick and we're out of an abundance of caution. Nobody uh, is reporting anything. Uh, so that's good. That's but good. Yeah. I have great respect for the people here at WCHL, and I just want to err on the cautious side. It's just kind of that time when we should be a little bit yeah. more cautious anyway. I well, think. I think yeah. that's, that's the, that, you know, the whole thing about masks and everything else is really courtesy about everybody else. And if we do that, then we will be able to do all kinds of things uh, at some point. So, I, I <laughs> note that you're one of those who pronounces E-R-R-er instead of air. Oh, to err, uh, air, you said? I say air, air. yeah. <laughs> to air is human, yeah. Okay, well... Air and error, I think, start with the same segue. syllable, yeah. <laughs> Into something that happens in 1904, because, you know, sometimes we probe the origins of where things come from. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's had an ice cream cone, this is National Ice Cream Month, uh, can be indebted to um, uh, the folks uh, in 1904 at the St. Louis World's Fair, and they ran out of bowls. And uh, so there were people who were selling waffles, and somebody got the idea, gee, if we could shape that waffle, we could put the ice cream in it, you know, mm -hmm. the ice cream cone. So one fellow, Charles Minch uh, of St. Louis, had been uh, credited, but there were a lot of other people, all from this same World's Fair. Interesting. And I'm thinking of uh, you know how uh, creativity sometimes has a mashup of different things colliding at, uh, together that you wouldn't necessarily have ever thought of. And this case was born out of necessity. Carl Norgren, of course, who has the wonderful show here on WCHL, love him. Yeah, one of the world's great uh, experts on creativity, would probably concur that you never know where this can come from, and this happened. So. Before this time, we're, did there, uh, we don't really have any evidence that there really was a, an ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not amazing. really like an intuitive thing. Like, we grow up with ice cream cones, so right. we're used to them. But, like, the idea of taking a waffle and shaping it into a cylinder yes. and, uh, and frying it so it's hard and then putting ice cream in it, like, that's, <laughs> those are steps that you don't necessarily think of automatically. No. I do have one question, though. What were they serving the waffles on? Couldn't they have just used the plate to put the ice cream on? Like, well, that's a really good question, but I think they probably ran out of the plates, so you would just grab these. Like, you know, those uh, uh, big fried dough things you get at the state fair? I'm mm -hmm. sure it was something like that. And uh, Charles <laughs> Minch said, hey, you know, that would really work well with our ice cream, and we got to do something so that uh, this, we've got plenty of ice cream, but we don't have any, enough plates to serve it on. The, the the whole World's Fair concept, which doesn't really <laughs> exist so much today, but like the no. really big ones, the Chicago right. one, the St. Louis one, uh, like right. they were very influential Huge. in terms of things like this developing. Absolutely. Weird. Yeah. yeah, in fact, in uh, Hillsborough, you have Elizabeth Keckley, and she is the dressmaker to Mary Todd Lincoln, mm -hmm. and but her, she continues to work, uh, goes to Wilberforce University, becomes a master seamstress, telling uh, young women how to do this, and then goes to the World's Fair in the early 1890s to present uh, about how to do this. Before the days of, you know, we we're just starting to emerge about pre-made uh, patterns. Yep. So sometimes it's very interesting how things occur that nobody would have thought of and said, huh, never saw, thought that was coming. 
Well, I've got one here that's, I, I just, there's a couple of people this week that are really interesting. They're birth, they have birthdays. And you may have heard about Nelson Mandela. Of course, he was uh, born uh, July 18th, 1918, serves, uh, uh, dies in 2013. The South African uh, president who's so inspiring, 27 years in a prison, and he comes out different. And he just does not uh, say, well, I want to have revenge on everybody. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. And I, I just uh, that's one of those kind of giants that even long afterwards, here we are almost a decade later, and um, he's still a giant in terms of his, his influence. Yeah. Um, there's another woman here that comes up this week, a birthday, um, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, her name is Frances Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y, born in 1914, lives to 101, 2015. She's a Canadian-born American pharmacologist. And here's the really interesting thing. Everybody had said (laughs) this drug, uh, thamaldehyde, was you could use this, there's no problems. But she started being suspicious and said no. And she took a courageous stand uh, even though all the pharmaceutical and all the the evidence seemed to suggest that it was safe to use, and she said, no, it's not safe to use, and mm-hmm. stuck to her guns. Turns out she was right. So sometimes those This is the of, drug that caused birth defects in yes, the 60s, right? exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's I, I love that, where somebody has the courage of their convictions and is willing to stand and say, no, the evidence is what it is, and I'm not going to allow that. Do you know how I first learned about thalidomide and mm. the the whole story behind that? We didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. Oh, that's right. That's like, like, uh, let's, Billy something, Joel. Can something, you... <laughs> something, something. Children of thalidomide. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. It's amazing how sometimes those inspirations for songs have really interesting roots. And something like this that was... Uh, I'm, I'm equally interested by how we learn history, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I learned history on my mom's light rock station. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure people are learning it from listening here. That was in 1960. <laughs> uh, They're doing better than I am. <laughs> when Frances Kelsey, you know, made her stance, and, uh, you know, I think of Rachel Carson, a number mm. of really prominent women who stood up and said, the environment is important, and more than that, uh, the safety of uh, the public is important. Speaking with uh, Scott Washington, History Matters, we got time for one more. What are we wrapping okay. up with? Uh, well, here is something that's in the news now, and uh, thankfully it's moving. The House of Representatives has passed the same-sex marriage uh, bill, and it's going to the Senate. And Where uh, Tom Tillis is apparently yes, in favor of I, it? I'm just delighted. Good it's for like, him oh, if good. he sticks to that. That's right, and I think that's really good. It's, it, this is a week, uh, July 24th, 2011, is when the first legal same-sex marriages were performed in New York. And uh, this expansion of civil rights uh, is the best thing possible. So I'm, I'm all in favor of it, and we need to do more of it. That's what makes America different from any other countries. And July 19th, this week, is when finally uh, there is a movement in the Continental Congress to say, oh yeah, now we can actually change uh, the Declaration of Independence to say United States, because mm. Finally, New York had, uh, uh, on July 8th, said, yeah, yeah, we're on board with this, too. And then they signed that uh, August 2nd 
Uh, but July 19th was they said, you know, we should just change this to reflect the United States <laughs> of America. That has a better ring than most of the states. And that is how history matters. Scott Washington, as always, thank, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Eric.